Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. If this is not getting fulfilled over and over and I'm expecting this, are they here to show me something different? Even if that something different is for you to let go of an expectation. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the show. 
We have another Q&A day for you where we are going to pick a review of the week and all of your questions that you have sent in are going to be answered and shouted out. Maybe not all of them, but a few of them. So I have my beautiful co-host with me, Evans. Hi. Oh, hello, Lori. (laughs) So Evans, what does Q&A day stand for? Quilts and ascots. <laughs> and if you can't see us, which I'm pretty sure you can't, because if you can, that's creepy. We Whoa. have a quilt over our legs and we're wearing an ascot as we drink coffee. It's just a new thing we've started. We just decided that it would be so much better with a quilt and an ascot. And <laughs> you know what the best part about radio is besides what? using this radio voice? What is it? It's that we can tell people we're wearing a quilt and an ascot and we're not, but they can we're picture not. that. They can picture that. We don't have pants on. Just kidding. We do. We do. We, do. we absolutely do, we? do. I don't know. That's up to you to decide. All right. So jumping right into it, Evans. First of all, uh, one of the fun things that we do to get this started and kind of get into Q&A day mode mm-hmm. is that we are uh, doing a little recap of the book tour, but also we have quotes that we love to do. So I know you're yes. a quote p- person, person. Quote person from Boston. Hey. I know that you are from Boston. Just kidding. I know that you love quotes. Yes. And what we've decided to do is kind of pick a quote for mm-hmm. where we're at and tell you why we chose this quote and kind of what we're where we're at. So Evans, what did you pick? We're talking about connection because we were just on the book tour. We got to talk all about A Tribe Called Bliss and getting all of these amazing women in the room. And you were with me for all of them. So we did Chicago, Austin, Atlanta, had incredible women in the room who all wanted to connect, who all came in with the intention of connecting. Yes. And talking about how different it actually looks when you walk in a room Mm -hmm. with the intention of connecting and into a space that's really open and safe compared to when you're just walking in a room and you're like, oh my God. I don't know what to do here. What can I expect? Exactly. Okay. So tell me what quote you picked. Okay. I picked a quote from Oprah. 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 She said, Winfrey, Oprah Winfrey, lots of people want to ride with you in the limo, but what you want is someone who will take the bus with you when the limo breaks down. Can I get an amen? What, what? Amen. Amen. You know what? I would ride that bus because I'm pretty sure you would have snacks. I would definitely have snacks. Do you know why? (laughs) Because Evans had snacks every day for me and asked me every day on the book tour, do you need snacks? And there were so many days I didn't, but there was a couple days I really needed needed snacks. But do you remember the... Okay. So she always has snacks, but this is hilarious because... And she's always trying to give us snacks, but I normally don't take them because I just don't need more snacks. I kind of snack Mm -hmm. myself to death. But the one day that I really needed a snack, remember, it was like the last day of snacks, like last yes. day of book tour and all the snacks were gone. It was <laughs> cough she's drops. Like, I have cough drops. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm starving. And you don't have, you have a cough drop for it a snack. It was the worst snack situation. It probably made you feel terrible because I'm pretty sure that part of how you feel about yourself comes from if you can fulfill someone's snacking. Yes. I love fulfilling snack needs for others. (laughs) It makes me really happy. It really does. I know. I know it does. And I was like, oh, no, I asked for snacks and she didn't have them. Now she feels bad. Okay. So tell me about your experience 
on the book tour from your position? Because here's the deal, you guys. She basically helps book the venue, Mm -hmm. is talking to the people, makes sure the books are there on time, checks in people, organizes the volunteers. What happens, Evans, when things don't go as planned on tour? Well, there's always going to be something that doesn't go the way you want it Mm -hmm. to. And, uh, would you say that's true for like every single thing? For sure. Okay. So how do you flow with that? Try to take a deep breath and be calm because call your mom, call my mom. A lot of times (laughs) I'll text my mom and be like, Oh, what do I do? She's like, uh, your job (laughs) start there. But if you're able to just take a step back and realize that everything, everything will work out. It's going to mm-hmm. be okay. You'll have to put out some fires, but you can ask for help and there's always someone who will help you and it'll, it's all good. So asking for help, like I know that because I know that, okay, let's just talk about it. We're both mm-hmm. semi-anxious people. Like we can run pretty yes. anxious. Like mm-hmm. we can let the anxiety um, kind of take the wheel once in a while, yep. but you do such an amazing job of overcoming that and dealing with it. So what's been oh, compared thanks. to when you've, started because I I mean there were times you were anxious I didn't even know about it and you're like oh my god I was freaking out what are some of the things that you have done because I feel like watching your progression from even event to event like even on this book tour I feel like you really did have that attitude of whatever happens we can figure it out like where was that from practice just from yes. showing up and having the experience? Because I know so many people want to do this, but I think the anxiety stops them altogether. Yes, practice and just having a list of everything you can control leading up. So you've mm. crossed off all those things and you know, okay, I've done everything possible I can do to hold up my end of this. Mm-hmm. So if something goes wrong, it's all good. It's mm-hmm. just one of those little fires you can put out and communicating, communicating with y'all, mm-hmm. communicating with the amazing volunteers, shout out to them who all show up and are like, how yes. can I help? Oh my God. We had such awesome volunteers. They were so great. And something that you do that I think can be translated into so many uh, places for people is, you know, I think you shift your focus when, when things mm-hmm. are not going the way that you want or the way that we had planned. One of the things that you do when you, you bring it to me, and I think it just is, is such a beautiful thing. And it's, it's a great thing to realize is like, Okay, so we didn't, let's just use this example. Okay, so um, we didn't get the flowers that we wanted. This is just an example. This didn't actually happen. Yeah. But you know what is great is that there are so many women here who are so <laughs> excited to see you and connect with people. And what that immediately does though is it's like, okay, that didn't go as planned, but mm-hmm. guess what? All of these things did. And for so many people, I can see how this could be a disaster because if I would attach into anything that goes wrong, because there's something that goes wrong at every single every event. Every single time. It's like you would be stuck in the what went wrong compared to, but what is going right? Right. What's going right? Because if you have an expectation at all, it's going to be destroyed. Yes. <laughs> and those women that show up to your event are counting on someone who, to mm-hmm. have a positive happy face to mm-hmm. come to. So it's mm-hmm. your job to just be like, look, mm-hmm. I'm excited y'all are here. And maybe there's a lot of stuff going wrong in the background, but by golly, we will get you to your seat. By golly, we're going to, we're going to get you a seat, even if it's on the floor, <laughs> you know, you know, we'll <laughs> dust off the floor for you. <laughs> it's going to be the best floor you've ever sat on. Darn tootin'. Oh, tootin'. Toots. Toots. <laughs> okay. What's your quote, Lori? <laughs> 
It's not about tooting, but it is about connection. Okay. Oh, you're going to love this one. Ooh. So it's Brene Brown. I think her. I might have written this quote in my book from her. I can't remember because, you know, you write a book, you forget yep. what you write in it. Mm-hmm. But it still serves to be one of my favorite quotes on connection. So Brene Brown. I define connection as the energy that exists between people when they feel seen, heard, and valued, when they can give and receive without judgment, and when they derive sustenance and strength from the relationship. So I love this quote so much Mm -hmm. because this is not just a connection that happens easily. This is a connection that is um, worked on, that yeah. you truly have to... This is what we talk about when we go on book tours. It's about having the agreements and also uh, having agreements in place that you are sharing uh, exactly how you feel and you're being really verbal about boundaries. You're being verbal about mm-hmm. um, you know what you believe and what you expect from people, but also super flexible. So a lot of times what can happen is uh, one of the main questions that came up a lot on book tour was how do you have goals and hold, you know, this tribe and this new group of friends to a high standard, Yes, but still, or, but release expectations. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is being flexible around what your um, expectations are because you can have those expectations and high standards, but you also have to have a lot of grace and know that sometimes your expectations for something or someone are not going to necessarily happen all at once, or you might have the expectation wrong. You might be looking at a person to fulfill a certain need when really they're in their life for something. They're in your life for something completely different than what you're expecting from them. And because you're expecting that one thing from them so much, you can't actually Actually, see why they showed up in your life. So true. Oh, so true. It's you're just going back to changing your focus. It's like that's yes. very similar. Yeah, it really is. It's releasing that one focus and being like, okay, if this is not getting fulfilled over and over, and I'm expecting this, are they here to show me something different? Even if that something different is for you to let go of an expectation. Oh. Snapper. This is a snapper. Okay. <laughs> I I feel like if we keep this going, we'll come up with some really good staples. Yes. Like, that's oh, one of them. oh. You don't even have to say it. You can you just, just, you just snap. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So moving on to our <laughs> review of, of the, the week. week. Awesome. We did that together. I loved it. <clears throat> this comes from Katie671. Katie671, is that your last name? (laughs) 671. Lori, I can't thank you enough for what both your book and podcast have done for me. When I went through a messy breakup with my ex, one of my friends, fellow coaches, suggested this book to me Mm. and your podcast. I'll be honest, at first I was apprehensive. I mean, so many friendships and relationships had been burnt in my life. Why light another candle and redevelop a Mm. tribe? But you've given me the courage to be brave, to step up, and to anoint my own dang self with self-love, encouragement, bravery, and replacement of negativity, fear, judgment, etc. With positivity, compassion, understanding, I'm excited to see where your journey takes you because you've helped so many of us and deserve the best. Keep rocking it, sister. Oh my God, I love her. That was so lovely. Oh, can we make sure as women that we... Mm -hmm pour into each other like that. 
Because I'm awesome. telling you, you know, I just want to point out like how beautiful that is to hear and how powerful it is to like really help another woman on her path when you say something like that. Like it's right. just such a beautiful reminder. So if you can today, go and share. Katie, right? Katie. Just go and do for one of your friends or for someone that you look up to what Katie 671 just did for us because that was really really beautiful. So thank you Katie 671. And I feel Katie like I'm living in the future. Like Katie number 671 has no last name. <laughs> Hello, I'm Katie. Not that she sounds Is that like the that. Katie model? No, Katie, you did not sound like a robot. You sounded like a genuine human being. Yes. <laughs> With a lot of love. So much love. I bet she's just a stunning soul because I felt that. Me too. Okay. So Katie gets a mug mug. Katie gets a mug mug. Sending a mug to Katie 671. I don't know if that's your address, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> email so us. So email us and we'll send you a mug. Yay. Yay. Okay. Moving on to our questions. Okay. Here we go. We're going to start with a question from at Cheryl underscore Scranton. Oh, awesome. Ooh. Cheryl Scranton. Cheryl Scranton. What is your most life-changing book? What are you currently reading? And what's your favorite podcast? That's a lot of questions in one, but they're great. Okay. Amazing. What is my most life-changing book? Okay. So for where I was at in the most impact that was made, I think for me, um, one of them, you know, I'm going to start with the first one that was like mind-blowingly life-changing. And that was Mm -hmm. A Return to Love by Marianne Williamson. Because for me, I had a lot of guilt and shame around um, just the way that I was raised with different beliefs and religious beliefs and things that I Mm -hmm. felt I wasn't forgiven for and people that I couldn't forgive. And for people who feel stuck around their past, guilt, shame or needing to forgive themselves or someone else, that book can free you up so much because I couldn't even deal with the fear and anxiety yet. That was the next step. And there was other books for that, but that was the first step was being able to first just even break out of old beliefs, fear, guilt, and shame. And then once I started to learn to to deal with that, it was like, oh, now when I move forward on things, yeah, I'm more free of the fear, guilt, shame, et cetera. But now I have this fear and anxiety around, you know, being seen or around success or around fear of failure. So for me, books that help me change for that, um, honestly, anything Joe Dispenza books were amazing. Um, I watched What the Bleep Do We Know? And that was huge on uh, changing the way that I realizing that the way that I'm thinking and the thoughts that I was choosing were actually affecting everything I do in my beliefs. So mm-hmm. go check that out. Ooh. Do you have a favorite podcast that you're listening to right now? I jump around so much, like so incredibly much. I'm in love with Ed Milet. Not actually in love. I mean like brotherly love, <laughs> right. agape love. <laughs> Lori's in love. Agape, brotherly love, like a, like apostle to apostle, yes. you know? <laughs> Amigo to amigo, like that <laughs> brother to sister. Brother to sister. <laughs> okay, but Ed Milet's, um, oh my gosh, what is this show called? I'm obsessed oh, with it. I know why. Let's let's get the World Wide Web. Look it up for me. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Max out. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> we both, you guys, the air, the air quality in California is giving us some problems today. So we are, Ew. we are just taking care of ourselves and taking wellness shots like mofos. Yes. Okay. So Ed Milet Max out. Lewis House is always a go-to. He is a, an amazing friend and just a human who is always blazing trails. And like, I mean, he sets the bar for greatness for himself so high. And for me, that is so incredibly inspiring. Rachel Hollis. Woo! Rachel. Rachel. Who else? I mean, uh, oh, Jenna I'm, Kutcher, Amanda Bucci. Um, so oh my many. God. It goes on and on Oprah and on. Super Soul Sunday. Ope. Opes. Oh, Opes gives hopes. Opes gives hopes. <laughs> Download it. Download it or hashtag it or do something digital to it. Digital, digital. <laughs> I don't know what that I was. Know. I liked it. Do you want another question? Do you want me to edit that? Just kidding. I loved it. Okay, another question. Wait, did we do book? We did book, podcast. Yes. And what I'm reading right now. What are you now? currently reading, Lori? Um, I was super lucky to get Rachel Hollis's brand new book that's <gasps> not even out yet. So I'm reading that. Girl, stop apologizing. Let me tell you something. Girl, what? stop apologizing. For that carrot that is so much. like, I don't, oh my God, for everything. You and I, you and Always. I have been trying to catch each other. Like, yes. if you apologize to me one more time, I'm going to, I don't know, make you have like, another sorry. cough drop. Yeah. Then I'm like, sorry that I just said that yeah, to you. Sorry, I can't stop apologizing. It's out of control. We literally just have to uh, say something different. So what's something different that we've been saying? Like, or instead of, oh, sorry, how about, oh, excuse me. Yes. Excuse me is great. Because yeah. a lot of time I'll say sorry in the grocery store. And I'm like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Why? And then I get You're mad at myself. By. Exactly. They don't care. <laughs> Do you know, I think that we should start being like, oh, you're welcome. Because like if someone bumped into you, it's like, oh, you just literally got to touch me. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Try that one. Or do like, a little compliment. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, oh, oh, nice your sock. But felt good when it bumped into me. <laughs> Great job on those. Great job on your lips. glute raises. Yeah. Okay. Next question. <laughs> next question comes from at Empowerment with Elizabeth. Mm. She says, and I thought this was a very timely question. I'm planning a retreat and I'm curious about the process of Bliss Project, how you went from the idea to executing it. How did it get from an idea to reality? Mm. This is so good. So you really need to just map it out. And the number one thing is to work backwards. So retreat. You need the date. Yep. First of all. Save the date. Save the date. Lock it in. Get the venue. These are your main things when you're doing anything around an event. Date, lock in the venue, get the pricing, you guys. Like yeah. work back on how many people is really realistic for you to fill and stretch yourself just a little bit on that. And know that your first event, I'm just going to be super honest, you might take a loss on your first event. Mm -hmm. So... If you want something, if you're doing an event to make money on your first one, like if you're in dire straits and you're like, no, I need this to make money, a retreat or like a big event may not be the best thing for you. Right. Just because we don't know if you have an audience for events yet, if you've never done events. Sure. So... You might want to start with a smaller event where maybe you can like work on getting the venue for free or for trade or something like that. Or maybe mm -hmm. you have a yoga studio that you could promote or just really talking to a lot of people about the event space. So working with that. But getting back to the event, 
start with the date, then do, then lock in the venue and then, um, figure out how many people you are going to have, how many days it is and set the ticket price from there and just start filling it. Like I'm telling you, everyone that I know who has ever done events, you don't have to know what you're filling it with yet. Like if you're in the space of, okay, I'm ready for an event. Like I want it to look X, Y, and Z. First of all, just fill it. And then you can work on your content later. Like you can always hire speakers. Mm-hmm. You can, um, you, and, and the crazy thing is, is you're going to feel like you need all of this content. And what's going to happen is you're going to make content for like 20 days and you won't even yeah. know you're doing that. So on my first like five events, I was like, no, I got to prep and make sure I have all this content. And when I get there, I'm literally using like an eighth of it because you end up talking way more. Things take way more time. It takes a lot longer than you think. And now, now I pretty much prepare for my events as far as my portion of the content, like two weeks out, which is absolutely crazy to hear from some people. Like I can even do it in a week out because what happens is like you get all of these messages beforehand and and this won't make sense until you actually do an event. Mm -hmm. Like your people will actually start talking to you. You'll have a general idea of what you're going to talk about, but you'll start hearing the different fears and you'll start feeling the people who are coming and you'll start creating exactly specifically for that room. And if you stay really open, you'll be able to really feel into what the room is feeling even on that day. So this takes time uh, at events like to figure this out. This can be years in the making, but just know that um, you're probably going to massively over over prepare, but that doesn't have to come until later. Like what you're actually doing there doesn't come until later. Just work on filling the room and having a general idea. Like this is what we're going to talk about. Here's who's going to be there and here's where it's going to be. Those are your three like most important things. What took you from kind of like, oh, I really want to do this event to actually doing it? Was there something that just clicked and you're like, you know what? Forget it. I'm planning this dang event. You know what clicked is putting the money down on the venue. Gotcha. I was not ready. Like I put the money down because I was like, all right, I want to do this event so bad and I'm never going to feel ready. I felt so not ready. I was like, the second I put the money down, I literally felt like I wanted to die and throw up. And like, I was not the person who could ever do this. And what am I thinking? And Mm -hmm. oh my God, like every single fear in the world came up when I put that money down. Like I felt like I was going to let everybody down. And I realized in that moment, if I clung to those thoughts, this was going to be a complete like disaster. Right. So I had to start working on that thought process right after that. So that was such a great question because that's what's going to happen. And you're going to be like, well, I'm not the person for this. I feel like a blank canvas. I don't even know what to talk about or what to do, but that's the process. This is the process, you guys. It's scary and it's horrible. And it's why most people are not doing it is because it's the most uncomfortable thing. Like I remember thinking, wow, what a great idea to book an event and then feel like I have an ulcer for six months. Like who does this to themselves? (laughs) That sounds fun. Yeah. It was like perma diarrhea for like (laughs) six months every morning that I'd think about it. So great weight loss plan. Just kidding. I didn't even lose weight. Just anxiety. Just anxious. But you know what? You did it. I did it. And empowered empowerment with Elizabeth. You can do it too. Yeah. Maybe you so won't have ready. diarrhea. Maybe you won't. You know what? Start that Pepto plan early. <laughs> All right. Oh. 
right. Okay. Next question. Um, next question is from Victoria Evans official. Love your name. Ooh, that's, oh. a, that's a very sassy name. Sassy name. <laughs> this is a question about body image. Um, how do you separate your physique from your self-worth? I'm really struggling right now not to put so much value on my body after losing weight. Mm. And she's finally happy with how she looks. But she says she's having a hard time just seeing myself as my body. Did mm. you ever struggle with this? as you are competing in fitness. Hold on while I stop seeing myself as my body to answer this question. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I completely, I think, I don't know many women. I do know women who don't struggle with this and those are the people that I want to follow. Those are the people that I want to listen to. Those are the people I want to surround myself with because of course, coming from a fitness background, I mean, the reason that I really got into fitness was because I did struggle with my weight and I struggled with body image. And I thought that if I attained this picture and did this thing that I would feel a certain way and I never, ever really felt that way. Don't get me wrong. There's some really powerful feelings around feeling strong and around being able to transform your body. But I will tell you that this year has probably been the most transformative year for detaching from my body because what's been happening is as I've been on book tour and as I've been, I mean, this whole year has just been insane travel for me. So crazy. And I used to have a belief that if I traveled, I was going to gain weight and like I didn't have control and I was outside of my rituals. So it was a massive, like whenever I would travel, I would be so not present. I hated traveling. I hated, you know, the events that I was at because it made me feel like I wasn't in control and I was spiraling out of control and I was going to go back to my old body, which I believed Mm -hmm. was attached to my old self, which was a very disempowered self, which was a very like lonely self. I didn't feel like I was likable. So as you can see, there's a lot of things attached to body image. It was like, as I was changing my body, I was also changing my life. But what happened is I was attaching the idea that because my body was changing, my life was changing and that was not it. You have changed. Mm -hmm. And yes, your body changes as like an outcome of that, but you've actually changed who you are, like mentally and how you're showing up in the world and your energy. So for me through all of this travel, um, yeah, my body has fluctuated up and down and back and forth and clothes have fit and then not fit and then fit and then not fit probably over 40 times this year. And that has just been the most massive like roller coaster ride for me. And I'll tell you at the kind of at the end of this ride right now where I get like um, basically almost a month at home. Yes, I'm traveling for, for Christmas, but it's not like for work again. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, I've gone up and down a million times over. And the one thing that I've learned is that I have the tools and the toolbox never goes away. So I can, and I'm always learning, like always learning how to reset and always learning how to cope with a new situation and detach from me thinking that I am my body. Now we need our body. So I want to take care of it and I want to feel good and I want a really high standard for my health. Um, And I want a really high standard for my fitness too. I like feeling fit. So I want you to think of that. You like feeling fit, but it doesn't mean looking a certain way. Sure. So for me, it's kind of like, okay, are you running on the beach any day soon? All right. And even if you are, could you feel amazing running on the beach and letting go of what you thought of yourself? Right. Um, And enjoying every present moment. Because another thing that I've really learned is that nobody gives a crap how you look. Nope. Oh my God. And I could say this over and over and over again, but quite honestly, nobody cares. So if you're not enjoying something because you think you're three pounds up, five pounds up, 10 pounds up, 20 pounds up, like you're never going to enjoy your life. 
Because even when you did look a certain way, you still didn't enjoy it because you were worried about losing what you had. So you are so much more than your body. And when you really start impacting people and focusing on how you make people feel and the impact you're making in the world and really enjoying who you are and what you're capable of and really looking at how incredibly short this life is and how good it feels when you show up in your purpose and when you're connected to God and the divine and when you're living into your life's call, like how good that actually feels, then you can start detaching from your body. So sometimes I think that we just put so much value there, especially if you were in the fitness world. It's like, there's so much, oh, so much pressure. And it's like, but what else are you good at? But what else makes uh, you feel good? But what else are you really finding your purpose in? And that's when you're going to start being able to detach from that. And also know you're going to fluctuate. You're going to go up and down, like allow it. It's when we uh, start going back to the sabotaging and beating ourselves up and not allowing yourself, you know, to enjoy that glass of wine or enjoy the holidays or enjoy that food. It's kind of like the other thing that I learned is I kind of don't really go up that much, like even doing everything that I want, because I'm like, no, you can do this. Like you don't have to go on that binge or you don't have to restrict so much. Like when you go back to your healthy lifestyle, just go back to your healthy lifestyle. Like don't go into restriction mode and your body finds like this balance. It's the craziest damn thing ever. Bodies are pretty cool. Oh my God. It's the coolest. We don't give them enough credit for all they do. So you've been traveling a ton. Like how do you detach from your body image, being your body image, being your, what what was the question? Just seeing your body. My, yourself as your body. Yeah. Because I know you're a woman. Right. And you deal with it too. Every woman does. Uh, I think for me, just being more thankful for the little things it does. Like, wow. Mm. If I just think, oh, cool. I got to wake up and I'm on this awesome walk and maybe I'm huffing and puffing, but I'm walking. Mm-hmm. And my totally. body's taking care of me when I'm traveling and putting it through all these weird airplanes. <laughs> That's the truth. Hey, you know. And boat so rides. thanks. Mm-hmm. Totally. I think of that a lot too, is really thanking my body for what it does. Like, yeah, it does so much. Oh my God, so much. And we get to experience so much through it. Right. And honestly, it's like the older the older you get, the more you just realize like, holy crap, t- just take care of it. Exactly. Just love it and take care of it. Because weren't we like looking at old pictures on our phone or something and we're like, oh my God, when you think you look back and you think you look bad or fat there, you're like, oh my God, I would die to look like that right. again. That's amazing. You like, look great. Just enjoy it because damn girl, you look good. You look so good. Every day you look good. Like every day, like just appreciate where you're at and enjoy your body because no one body is like the idea of perfection. And I really love the whole, Mm -hmm. I mean, for real, I'm like loving the whole body positive thing because it's giving us so many bodies to look at that I look at other bodies and I'm like, okay, that's a beautiful body and it's completely different than a body or a standard that I used to hold myself to. And I'm like in love with it because it's gorgeous and I love how it moves. And oh my goodness, like so grateful to see all of the different body shapes. So many beautiful bodies. So many beautiful bodies. There really are. There are. There are beautiful bodies. And that's one really cool thing I think about when you go to fitness classes is like, I really love seeing all the different bodies. And I'm like, wait, I can appreciate her body. Why can't I appreciate mine? Exactly. That's a huge thing. Like go and look at bodies that you wouldn't normally look at and be like, wow, that is beautiful. And like, see how you can appreciate every different shape. It's really cool. So I think that's lovely. I do too. All right. 
All so right. I say that we call that a, a wrap. Now, is that a gluten-free wrap? Uh, today it is a gluten-free wrap. That sounds good. Yeah, with turkey. Oh, oh yum. it's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Is that... Day? Oh. Wait, no, nope. that's my quickie day. Okay. It's almost Thanksgiving, you guys. And I just want to give so much thanks for all of you. And thank you for always tuning in and sending your questions, sending your reviews, and we will give you a shout out and send you a mug mug. 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 All right, you guys, until next time, earn your happy and bye everyone from Evans and I. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought and honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you want to create on a course or webinar and bam, it's just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're going to customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages, and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers who use this. And now their smart AI platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business. Go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. 
they capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently, and most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community and everyone is talking about the power of community without an online community you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement which is what i know that we're all after and you can build trust or monetize your audience when you get community right not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody gonna be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. Just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes, and accept payments all in one place. Kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. 
You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14 day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool.